You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. Thank you, Brother Steve. This is Brother Shuttlesworth, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And you're going to be blessed as you listen today. Go with me now into a live service. I don't know about you, but we've come to praise the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. So he's worthy of our praise tonight. And here we go, here we go. Come on. Praise the Lord. Come on, worship and adore. Again. Come on, pray. Praise the Lord. Worship and adore. Some years ago, I was preaching in Bradenton, Florida for Brother Cooper, and I had my tent up actually in Sarasota on the fairgrounds, this tent, and when I was there in his church on Sunday, there was a woman that had come down from Michigan that had retired in Florida. She had crippling arthritis in her hands and in her legs. I think it's called rheumatoid. Does that sound right? Rheumatoid arthritis. I always get it confused with rheumatic fever, but rheumatoid arthritis, a twisting of the joints and her hands were, were crippled up and she was on. You ever seen these uh, crutches? They're metal. They got a handle and then there's a thing that fits behind your arm and she had those kind of crutches and she comes in dragging one of her legs and I saw her and I was moved with compassion towards her and so I started talking to her and she said, well I used to be a school teacher up in Michigan and she said, I moved to Florida because the doctor thought the heat would be good for my joints but she said, I came down here to Bradenton, and I got worse, and now I'm on these uh, crutches, and now they're telling me that if the other leg begins to cripple up, I'll be confined to a wheelchair. And my heart went out to her. And so I said to her, I said, Sister, the Lord speaks to me. If you'll get up and begin to dance on the first song they sing in this church this morning, God will heal you and set you free. She said, do you believe that? I said, I just got it in my spirit. And so I sat on the front row with the pastors. I'll never forget.
forget this, and he was breaking in a new music man, and he didn't know how to play the keyboards, but he played the guitar. Now, I've met some folks that can play the guitar. We got a man here, two men. They can play that flat, play that thing. I mean, they got an anointing to do it, but this fella, he had problems just getting his fingers on the threads. You know what I'm talking about? And so he gets up there. I couldn't sing that slow. He was strumming so slow, I had to wait for him to catch up to the words. You know what I'm talking about. And I thought, oh, Lord, I, 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 this is the worst music I've ever heard in my life. And he's up there just banging away on that old dead guitar that he got from Sears and Roebuck for $10. And uh, someone told him he was anointed in music, and he believed them instead of God. And he should have stayed in the factory uh, making tires in, in, in Akron. But he come on down to Florida to pester us. So here he was with his old dead guitar, and he was trying to make it work, and there was no anointing that I could sense. I couldn't believe. And the first song he sings, he starts singing the deadest song I ever heard in my life. And I hear this noise behind me, and I look, and it's the school teacher from Michigan, and she's taking her crutches and dragging herself out of the pews, and she's getting out in the aisle to do what I told her to do. And I can't believe it. I thought they at least have someone could play the piano or organ, but all we got is our, our buddy that makes tires from Akron up there, you know, strumming on six strings, hoping to believe God that he's going to hit him. Amen. And here she comes. Excuse me. She's making more noise than he's making. And I can just see Pastor turn around. He's wondering what's going on. And here's me that told her to do it because God told me to tell her. And she gets out in the aisle and she starts moving. He's singing some dead song I never heard before. I mean, you might as well have had the funeral and buried him because even if you buried him, you wouldn't know he's dead anyhow. He already looked like he's dead. And it's, it's, it's unbelievable. I'm sitting there. I'm feeling embarrassed. And at the same time, knowing if God said it, God's got to do it. And I said, Lord, I'm glad you told me to do this. I start putting it over on the Lord. Amen. But do you know when she got out there and began to shuffle those crippled limbs and try to praise God, I learned a lesson that God rebuked me with it because when she started doing that, all of a sudden she let out a shout and she dropped them middle crutches and began to dance under the anointing of the Holy Ghost and her fingers straightened right out, both of her hands, her leg that was twisted straightened right out and she started running up and down the aisle of that Assembly of God church where I was preaching. I never forgot it. And after the service, I never get, she come up to me and she said, I never knew that's how you got it. Well, I didn't know that's how you got it either. But I learned a secret, and that is when a man or a woman will offer up a sacrifice of praise, no matter how you feel, no matter how it looks, no matter what the circumstances are, no matter what the environment that surrounds you, you can be in the deadest, driest, coldest circumstance you've ever been in, but if you'll praise God, there is a God in heaven that inhabits our praise, and in this story, Bartimaeus shouted two times. Are you listening to me? And I learned this lesson. It's not enough to praise God once. you got to praise him again. Are you hearing me? Someone said he blessed me 20 years ago. He'll bless you tonight. Someone said I used to do that 15 years ago. He's still moving tonight. If you'll praise God, he'll lift you out of your depression. If you'll praise God, he'll heal your mind. If you'll praise God, he'll drive cancer out of your body. If you'll praise God, he'll heal you of AIDS and of the HIV virus. I'm telling you tonight, 
that God inhabits our place. You may not stop him on the first shout, but you can stop him on the second shout. Come on, shout hallelujah. Can you say praise the Lord? Hallelujah. But we always get in the way because we think we know how it's supposed to be done. How could God use something so carnal as a shout or as a song or as a time of rejoicing? Are you listening to me? But God, the Bible says, chooses the foolish things to confound the wisdom of this world. And in this first point, I like this. The Bible says Jesus stood still. Why did he stand still? Because the men were shouting when the church disciples didn't want him to shout. And there is this dynamic tension that you'll find in church life. And that is the old move of God is being fought by the new generation. But may I say to God, there is neither old or new. He's just God all by himself. You need to let your fences down. You need to put your umbrellas down. If your grandmother used to shout, you can shout too. The same God of your grandmother is the same God in this brand new age of the year 2000. I know some folks think that it doesn't fit in anymore, but I'm telling you, if you'll praise God, he'll shake the very gates of hell. He'll move you out of complacency. You don't have to be ashamed of the fact that you praise him. Are you listening to me? I'd rather be a tongue-talking preacher under my tent than a silver-tongued orator in Carnegie Hall. I'd rather dance with the saints. I'd rather shout the victory. I'd rather give him praise because I learned a long time ago he is praising us and blessing us not because of who we are but he's blessing us and raising us because of who he is. I didn't come to praise you. I come to praise him. I didn't come to lift you up. I come to lift him up. Some of us, we don't want to act that way anymore. We're ashamed. We're a little embarrassed. But I learned one thing about demonstration, and that is if you'll persevere, if you'll hang in there, if you'll keep pressing in, then God will honor your faith. I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ, our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world and no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this faith alive network whatever nation you're in you are a part of god's end time plan jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in and by your support as a partner you can help us do this if you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us.